0: that Welcome to Living Life. You know it Sometimes in our Christian walk, we feel like God's not really blessing us. We just kind of feel like we're going through the motions. And, you know, and we even sometimes feel that maybe, you know, we're, we're, we're not walking in his blessings. We might even be walking, you know, in, you know, our disobedience and maybe he's looking negatively upon us. But I got good news for you. As I read the scriptures, it tells me that what God has blessed, no man can curse. So God has blessed you. He sees you through the eyes of blessing, even though you may see yourselves through the eyes of curses or negativity. But God has blessed you. And so I think this passage today will speak to this point of God's blessing to us. And we are, as you know, we're going to see that our true and our permanent blessing from the Father is in Jesus Christ. So let's take a look at the passage and let's be blessed. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 through 6. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. Welcome back to Living Life. You know, in this passage, it really excites me because the point that, I'm, that is just jumping onto at me is about the blessing of God or the special favor of God. You know, blessing doesn't come all the time because we, you know, desire it or because we're doing something special for God. It comes because of the grace of God. He blesses us. In this particular passage with the Israelites, uh, blessing was conditional. It was based upon the obedience of the Israelites when they went into the land. And in this particular case, God said, I want to bless you, but you must walk in obedience. When we look at this passage, We see God specifically defines some of the blessings that would come upon the Israelites. One of those blessings would be just uh, local and and nationally uh, that they would uh, be esteemed above many of the other nations. Their cities would be blessed, their towns would be blessed, the nation would be blessed as they walk in obedience with God. In addition to that, the children and the offspring of the Israelites would be blessed. They would uh, have favor in many different ways uh, with God as well. Even the crops of the land would, God's blessing would come upon the land and those crops would be blessed and they would grow in season. Uh, Also, the livestock. The calves, the babies, uh, the livestock that grew up, the livestock of the herd and the lambs and the flock, they would be blessed as well. So not only the people, but all of their possessions, the livestock and the things not just used for food, but also used for the sacrifice, that would all be blessed. The fruit... Uh, of, and the fruit baskets would be full and the bread baskets and the breadboards would be full of uh, food and uh, cake and bread uh, for feeding the people. So the blessing would flow throughout every aspect of life. And here's the one I really like. It says, you're going out and your coming in will be blessed. Essentially what that means is God's going to bless you wherever you go and whatever you do. Can you imagine that in your life you know that promise and that God is blessing you wherever you go and in whatever you do, success will follow because God's blessing, His hand of blessing is upon you. Wow. And that's what he was saying to these Israelites about being blessed, even though his covenant was conditional. It reminds me of a story of Balaam and Balak. Now, if you remember, Balaam was this prophet, but he wasn't a, a good prophet. He was kind of an evil prophet, and he was you know, a prophet for money. So you could hire Balaam in, you know, to curse your, your people or whoever you want to curse. Balak, who was the king of Moab, wanted to curse the Israelites who were on the plains of Moab in, in Numbers 22 through 24, getting ready to enter into the land imminently, but he wanted to curse these Israelites. So he hired Balaam. And guess what? This is one of the most interesting scriptures ever, is as Balaam's on his way to curse the Israelites, his donkey speaks. His donkey talks. And his donkey three times is trying to stop because the donkey sees an angel of the Lord in the way, and he's trying to save his master Balaam from certain harm, a certain death, because of this angel that is standing in the way. And God causes this donkey to speak to Balaam. And it's, God can do anything he wants to do. He's sovereign, he's all-powerful, he's omniscient, you know, all-knowing, and he's present everywhere. And when we see this, the God using this angel to stop the progress of Balaam, and the angel tells Balaam not to curse the Israelites, but to bless them. Because these Israelites were already blessed by God. And what God has blessed, no one can curse. And we see this here with Balaam, and Balaam is blessing. Balak, the king of Moab, is not happy But Balaam can only do what God tells him to do. And the same with us. Sometimes we will falter. Other times we will disobey. And we think whatever blessing that God has upon him has left, it's gone. God can no longer be blessing me. But that's so far from the truth because Jesus in your life is a permanent blessing all by itself and if we feel that way if we come to that place we just need to go to jesus and we need to confess our sins and tell jesus what our sins are and the bible says he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness the blessing upon you remains in spite of yourself Because of Jesus in your life, wow, this is good news. What God has blessed, no one can curse, not even us, as we walk in this life with Christ. I don't know how you're feeling today I don't know if you feel like maybe God is no longer blessing you or you're no longer blessed but if the Lord Jesus Christ is in your life then the blessing is in your life through Christ for if you were in Christ You are blessed, notwithstanding the fact that we may falter, the fact that we may sin, the fact that we may lose our way. Jesus' blessing in your life remains. So maybe today is the day where you get back on track with God and come to him in repentance that you may experience once again the blessing that Jesus has brought upon your life. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for those who may be feeling down, those who may be feeling uh, that they no longer, oh God, have your hand of blessing upon them. I pray right now, oh God, that they will come before the throne of grace, lay down their sins, and experience once again your grace, your forgiveness, your blessing. It's in Jesus' precious, wonderful name. Amen. For a See